Amy Mullins, who's apparently a, a Paralympian, and oh, that's okay. that's what they were picturing in the the way that Moody's leg looks in this because it's made from the table with all the carvings. Oh. Scott, you are unusually loud. Hmm. Interesting. I was too quiet okay. before. Yeah, he was too quiet <laughs> for me. Okay. I had to turn him up. Uh, oh my goodness! I have no idea what's going on because I got my Windows computer and I can Skype just fine, except for the fact that the internet is lousy the last few days. But uh-huh. the internet's better on my Mac. That's so weird. Huh. Every time I know, I don't get it. I'm, I'm like two feet away from each other, and they. Whatever. But anyway, so every time Sue tries to call me on my Mac on Skype or, or on my PC on Skype, it doesn't work. That's so weird. Because it, it doesn't ring, but the call's going, but it doesn't ring, so I can't, like, do anything. You know, the little button doesn't come up, so I can't, like, join. And goodness Does no- it give you a, a join call button next to the Afterwards? Windows Skype? Yeah, I push that, but then it doesn't do anything. It just rings and rings and rings and rings and rings. But I'm suspecting also because of my lousy internet connection on my Windows computer is part of it. But my Mac gets better internet, so it's a damn good thing I have both computers because otherwise I couldn't podcast. Otherwise it'd just huh. be me and Scott. Yeah. Mm. Next time maybe we'll have to try getting you to call us and see if that goes through. Mm, that's an idea. Or maybe. Or figure out – because I, I thought I did one trick to get internet to go, come you know more regularly on my PC, but apparently it's not working. And I'm not savvy enough to try too many things mm-hmm. <laughs> because I break mm. them. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. So, yeah. Well, mm. so far so good on this end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crap, I have the thick on my other computer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a link? Yes, please. <laughs> so, last time we podcasted, I had I was getting snow, and we ended up with over okay. a foot. Now we have yeah. freezing rain. Oy. Yeah. But I have running water. Mm. Yay! Yay! That's good. Yeah, so, in favor of that. It's a good thing this is a, a short... Uh, podcast tonight so that i can get a shower before i have to go to bed and get ready for work yeah we're recording right uh, it says we are <laughs> let me double check we it are actually it. recording sky Hi- yeah. hijack is on yes we should be good <laughs> and hijack yeah. is on the right program it should be on the right program yes okay skype <laughs> yeah because yes. i'm still sort of doing yeah yeah i'm doing two computers at once and it's getting a little confusing <laughs> but yeah no this thick was shorter than i thought it would be i bought half of it what i thought was the thick was actually comments mm-hmm. and i'm getting very confused right now because my buttons aren't oh oh i'm on pc mode that's why <laughs> i'm yep, pushing the wrong buttons i'm getting yep. very confused yep <laughs> And it totally doesn't help that I've gotten so used to poking at my PC because I've got a touch screen that I'll go to my Mac and be like, do something. Poke, poke, and poke. Like, Why don't you do something? And then it dawns on me, oh. <laughs> this one's okay. not a touch screen. Yeah. Well, that, and so, you know, on a Mac, it's spacebar, command, option, control. Mm-hmm. On a PC, it's spacebar, alt, control, you know, whatever. So... I, I'm still pushing the wrong set of keys to do things. It's very confusing. Ah, uh, yep. It sounds confusing. It's very confusing, and everything is backwards. And mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that every time I go and visit my aunt. Oh, and Scrivener does not work very well on a PC. I like it a lot better on a Mac. Mm-hmm. I'm very upset mm. by this. 
Aww. I've never tried it on either of them. I don't know what it is. I'm just it's gonna... a Scrivener script writing is... program. Ah. Well, among well, any kind of writing program, it's amazing. You can put charts and graphs, and you know, put links in your in your writing, and you, it, it it's just awesome. Mm. But I don't like using it on a PC because it's just weird, and you can't do certain things the way that you ought to be able to, like you can on a Mac. Except that, yeah, I didn't want to spend you know twenty four hundred dollars on a Mac. I haven't got that kind of money. Stamina. You could probably learn how to do those things on Windows as well. They'll just be different. You'll have to well, go through the like, help files and figure it out. <laughs> it's always fun trying to relearn things. I know, I know. I think I would have a it, hard time. Thank God the keyboards are the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Although some people change those too. They want to have a Dvorak keyboard or some of the other alternate layouts and things. A little cranky. More ergonomic and such and they have a fold in the middle or whatever <laughs> oh the, the keyboard at work is just enough different that i can't the delete bar the delete thing comes up as space bars all the time because it's it's what? in the wrong place so when i'm typing i'm used to my mac and the the one at work yeah. when i hit go up to hit the delete button i always hit the uh backslash because it's right next to the delete, and it's that's not the same thing. It's in this no, and it's in a it's it's in the place where the delete is on my Mac. So I no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm looking that. at the, I'm looking at the two, and the delete and the backspace don't do the same thing. Not backspace. Delete. That backslash. Mm. They're next to each other on the right. Windows keyboard. Right. So, and that's what I'm probably basically using. So it just messes oh, me underneath. Up. I, instead, okay, 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 okay. Instead of hitting delete or backspace, I get slash 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 slash. Uh-huh. Yeah, back, yeah, back. yeah. I see what you're saying. And it just drives me nuts because <laughs> it's just in the wrong spot. Wow, I am really tired and have the yawns right now. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to get up early tomorrow, but early is relative, and you know it's not that early. But since I haven't been getting any REM sleep, it's been hard the last couple weeks. Yeah. I'm tired because of rehearsals and having to go to work and things. <laughs> yeah. I start class next week and I'm not looking forward to it. My schedule is going to be weird. Well, hopefully I'm going back to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Six days is a long time when you're yeah. going to work. Plus, I mean, it's right yeah. on top of Christmas break. So yeah, I had I had two days off before Christmas break that because of snow. And then okay. we had all of Christmas break, which was two weeks. And then I've worked one and one hour and or one day and two hours since Christmas break ended a week and a oh half. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So it's uh, been fun. Yeah. Where are you going, Alex? Around mm-hmm. exploring. I'm gonna sit. On your, I'm gonna sit on your computer for you. <laughs> Little Miss Maggie. So helpful crawled into the car again and went for a ride. I, <laughs> I had to tell the the water repair people to make sure the cat wasn't in their car before they left today. I said, she'll just ride right with you. <laughs> Oops. She's such a bad cat. She's just so curious. You know. Yeah. She has to know what's going on. Let's hope curiosity does not kill the cat. Yeah. I'm a little worried. If she gets caught in that dryer or something, she's not going to do well. I had... So yesterday I took water bottles and my laundry down to my brother's because we had no running water. 
Yeah. And while I was down there, mom said, go down to the, uh, to Ace hardware store and get a light yeah. bulb because the light bulb burned, burned out. And that's why the pipes froze. Cause we keep a light on the pipes and that, that keeps them. Uh, going. Okay. Yeah. So I'm driving my brother's SUV. So I get out of the car. I slam the door. I go and check to make sure the water bottles haven't spilled mm-hmm. and go into the store, get my light bulbs, come out, unlock the door. Mm-hmm. The doors mm-hmm. don't unlock. Oh dear. So I go into the other store next door to get uh, tortillas for tacos and come back out and the doors still don't unlock. So I think, well, I'll go back to the hardware store and get new batteries for the the Bob, you know, the remote. That's yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That doesn't work. Oh, dear. So I'm standing there and I look down and there's a check on the, the counter where I'm talking to the, the employees and it has yeah. a man's name on it. And I, yeah. I've i met this man once 20 years ago. Okay, yeah. I know who he is, and I know that he's living two houses up from me. Okay. I know who he is because he's run for office several times. Uh. So I said, are you so-and-so? And he said, yeah. And I said, I, like, live two doors down from you, and my car is stuck, and I can't get into it. Could you give me a ride home? <laughs> he said, Yeah. In the meantime, the hardware store employee is like, let me look at your truck. So he goes out, figures out that I slammed the seatbelt in the door, unlocks the car for me and gets me in just as the other guy comes out. So I had to say thank you to both of them with undying gratitude and uh, got to go back and put my clothes in the dryer at my brother's and then come home. And I didn't actually get to my clothes until this morning. But it was like, you know, it's always fun asking strange people for rides. Yeah, slightly awkward. Yeah, but I figured since he ran for office and stuff, he seems like yeah. a fairly nice guy. I'd I've said a, a number of times over the last little while that I need to start, when I get people's phone numbers or whatever to contact them, I need to start getting all their addresses too, just so I have like a map of who is actually nearby me to ask for rides instead of asking somebody who lives across the city. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> most of them will say, yeah, sure, I can give you a ride home, but I'd, I'd rather put people out less if possible. Yeah. So I always want to know, like, okay, in this group of 10 people, who lives closest? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, you know, and the biggest yep. thing was I left the phone at home. So I didn't have a phone, so I Oops. could just, like, call. Oh, no. And I was just like, ah. But I thought I was pretty in- ingenuitive there to figure out this guy's name off a check and figure out who he was in the store and hunt him down for a ride. I, I thought that was pretty cool. So Yeah. Pretty good detective work there. Yeah. That's me, the detective. So do we want to start this pick? I suppose we should. So this is actually a, a Christmas present fic, not a Christmas Well, pick. I missed that part. Okay. It was written for some sort of Christmas, the tenth day of Hogwarts. Uh, oh, Hogwarts that's months. what. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, this this link that we're reading from is a community, not the author's page. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So I clicked on the author link to get to their profile, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really say much. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> did that too. That's what I was looking for. And how would we say this author's name? Um, I don't know. <laughs> It could be Pitan, it could be Python. It's P Y T A N. Kind of looks like Python, except it's not. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Python. Um, go with Peyton. There we go. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Hey, Mooney, do you want to start us since you're now a full-time host? Oh, my goodness. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> you can say no. That's fine. I might pass on this one. Give me some heads up and I can probably do it. <laughs> okay. For Friday, April 21st, this is episode 255 of Potterfic Weekly. Welcome to the place where the story never ends. There's something weird going on. Oh my. We need search and rescue for Skype. Well, I mean, come on. We've got two Hufflepuffs here. You could just go find them. <laughs> You've got three now. <laughs> what have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers. <laughs> oh dear. Wow. I. You almost have ruined Charlie to tell for me there. <laughs> oh. And I told Alex, you are not welcome in my bed with squirrel breath. Who dares enter my chamber? <laughs> Who dares into my chambers? <laughs> Save yeah. that for something it totally needs to be cute. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I think she just replaced Scott. <laughs> Sex and snork eggs. Awkward. Yeah, Google food is always food. useful. Okay, Google food came in and out with us. Fun. Well, that's oh. always good too. We're not fun anymore. You're a different kind of fun. You don't want it to be the same kind of fun. I trust was going to say, I don't want to know what kind of fun you were having. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say about that because... Because <laughs> we don't want to know what you were doing. Thanks. Now you're just making it seem even worse. <laughs> you are evil. She's just trying to separate church and state, it's all. Doing the Ryan thing. Oh, Want to hear my stupid story? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did something because you sent me a message and was like, do I have a story for you? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just broke a lot of memories and I'm thinking, oh, shit. Me and my oversharing. <laughs> <laughs> you do like to do that. She flews the headmaster's office, and Albus says, Good evening, Minerva. Is there a problem? Albus, I have an unconscious Death Eater tied up in my office. Now, Minerva, I'm sure Severus was just... <laughs> <laughs> because we were slightly off topic. <clears throat> oh. Off topic? Us? Oh. Never. Us? Never. No, what? not at all. How dare you, Sue? How I dare know. you? I know. We're in depth when we're not off topic. Yeah. Lockhart leaves before Harry and Ron can come out of the closet. Gave you some big brassy balls. Well, you know, we have to have balls. That's what we do. I, go, I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Bloody buggering hell. <laughs> oh, shit. Bloody Merlin's galloping gargoyles. <laughs> okay. I hate being responsible. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the premier podcast of the family of Potterfic Weekly podcasts. I have no idea what I'm saying. Uh, I'm Sue. <laughs> I'm Scott. And I'm Mooney. And we are going to do a short little funky story called How Mooney Got His Eye by the author... We're, no, we're no, not... no, 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 Moody, Moody. Moody. Yeah. It is not how Moody got his eye. Moody still has two eyes. <gasps> He's Moody. just a werewolf. <laughs> Arr, 
oh sorry how mad i moody got his eye because i cannot read <laughs> it's an understandable shift it's one letter difference yeah i know but and we just talked about Mooney because we have one of our own. Mm-hmm. That's where my brain, it just automatically goes. So the other we think is Python, 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 we're not sure. And it was written um, for the recipient, which is Dualtastic, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was and written last so- January, January, or two Januaries ago, actually, January 1st, 2015. Oh, gracious. Yeah, that's Well, that's when it was posted on this community. Mm-hmm. And it looks like from some of the comments, it's one of those ones where you get, um, you leave prompts and then they sort of get divided up randomly and you don't know who answered your prompt until a few days later. Right. So they'll, it'll be posted uh, okay. as an uh, anonymous author. Like mm-hmm. this actual entry that we're reading was posted by the real Snape because I assume they're a moderator of the community or something like that. That makes sense. And then all the comments were responded to by Python at the end once whatever the Uh, lapse of time was before they got revealed. Mm -hmm. Mm. So what we have here is an incident report uh, submitted by Amelia Bones about the day that Moody got injured. All I can think of is the lady from Monsters Inc. who wants the the what is it what does Ryan call them the TPS reports yes 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 yeah, all the paperwork and it was submitted on January 11th of 1979 apparently mm-hmm. and it goes through and it it's formatted like a report so it's always um, a Moody raised this point and uh, they split into three teams and we discover that. I guess Diagonelli's been having trouble for a while because before they go out on whatever this this patrol was that they end up reporting on, uh, Moody was suggesting there should be at least five teams to cover the alley. But they and were apparently only, nobody listens to him. Yeah, no. they were only allotted the three. So it was Amelia and Kingsley, uh, Marlene and Alastair Moody, and um, Emeline Vance and Rufus Scrimger were the third team. And... Ten minutes or so after they've been, well, they've been going for a little while, and somebody noted the time at uh, 4.23, and then ten minutes later, Death Eaters showed up and attacked. Mm-hmm. Three persons unknown dressed in known Death Eater garb. Attacked from behind? Well, of course. Where was your constant vigilance, Moody? <laughs> I love that the groups are moving uh, through diagon or through the alley. It is diagon alley, according to pattern five oh six. I think that's great. Yeah. So they've got several patterns, apparently. Yeah, um, several hundred by the sounds of it. Yeah. Well, well, depends on what their their naming convention is. Maybe all the movement patterns true. start with five, but it could also mean that they actually have six hundred patterns. Um, that's a lot of patterns to memorize. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, but apparently Moody was self-aware enough to launch a counterattack and protect Marlene, mm-hmm. but that left him without any defense of his own. Yeah. And so he got hit with several slicing hexes and they think probably an imperious because he apparently tore out his own eye. Oh dear. Ooh. I can totally suggest a sound clip for this section and I will do so later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That sounds disgusting. No, not the eye part. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) 
We can always uh, find that one where the pirates and... Is I in me soup? Cultured, radiant, Victoria has found a husband with all these qualities and more. Serendipity brought us together, and no force on earth could tear us apart. There's an eye in me The pirates and pirates of the Caribbean, then he he has to put it in his mouth and lick it off before he pops it back in his eye. Oh yeah. Like yeah. It hasn't been right since. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Editor's note here. I tried. I went and looked it up for the pirates clip, but it didn't work out. So sorry, no pirates clip. I'm fairly sure there's a bit in um, probably Order of the Phoenix where Moody takes his eye out and does something. Yeah, he's standing in Opportunity's kitchen, putting it in a glass of water, and yes. complaining about how it hasn't been right since what's his face wore his eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but at any rate. He is extensively injured, but was also able to take down one of the Death Eaters who was attacking, an H. Wilkes. And Mm -hmm. so he was captured, and the rest of the Death Eaters escaped. And at the time of this first report, it's uncertain whether Moody will survive. Mm -hmm. And then we shift to more usual prose scenes from various of the other people's points of view, but it always heads them with which team they were on during that incident. Mm -hmm. Team 1 and remains of Team 2, a.k.a. Amelia Bones, Kingsley Shacklebolt, and Marlene McKinnon Mm -hmm. are watching Moody in the hospital. This is like six months later, right? I mean, 7-11. Wasn't it 1-11 before? Yeah. So this is six months later. He's been been here probably mostly in a... I totally didn't realize that. Coma. So he looks dead. He's got waxen skin. His remaining eye is shrunken into his socket. His cheeks are hollow. And there's a healer in there that's, you know... Apparently likes to fuss over him a lot. Mm -hmm. And she seems, at least to Amelia's point of view, she looks very possessive. And it's kind of strange the way that she's, you know, patting the sheets and things. And judging by kind of text and subtext there and in the next couple of scenes, people think she probably is hoping to nurse him back to health and then marry him. Um, (laughs) I don't know if that's really true or if that's just how she comes across to the oars, but mm-hmm. <laughs> creepy sort of her comfort thick this is. <laughs> <coughs> yes. It says uh, Amelia thinks it's a, in her opinion it's a disturbing amount of ownership the way that I she's agree. Break, it stroking was very him scary. And, so mm-hmm. and, and Amelia-, Amelia just sort of blurts out that he looks dead having mm-hmm. thought it a few paragraphs before and then that's... The healer says, I don't think we should use the D word around him. It might, you know, cause loss of hope. <laughs> <laughs> we have to think and say positive things that make him want to return to us, even if he's hideously deformed. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I think that the D word's better than hideously deformed. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Kingsley is, how is this better? I don't understand. Yeah. Well, he has to know what to expect. <laughs> And Marlene's like, are you done now? You could leave. Yes. Get out, please. Yeah. And she cries. I don't think she says, get out. No, I don't think she says, please, is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the healer with a, a pious smile. I'm willing to. Then get out. But mm-hmm. I'm his quack. 
<laughs> this part made no sense. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah. So, At first, it was just calling her a quack, mm-hmm. which could work. But then she sort of repeats it several times and makes shooing motions and chases her out the door. And Amelia is fairly sure Marlene's fallen off the edge. Mm-hmm. Well, she hasn't been the right right since this whole attack happened, and she's yeah. been very teary. She was the one who was right there, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's been very fragile and crying a lot. Well, I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. No. And then once the healer leaves, then Moody opens his eyes and says something uh, incomprehensible and Kingsley leans over and he mumbles something more to him and and then sort of seems to go back to sleep and they're like, what, what did he say? Is he back to himself? What's he, what's he like? What's happening? And he's like, yeah, he's back to himself. He said, uh, don't leave him, not to leave him alone with that woman ever again, or he'd chase us down and beat us with the stump of his leg. <laughs> with the so. chopped off leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. at least he's on his way back to being his old self, says Amelia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, boy. He looks, he looks dead, but he's not, and he's not going to be anytime soon. No. And then we're a year later. No, just the next month. No. It's oh one twelve. One twelve. Yeah. So But it's, it's still seventy nine. Uh-huh. Yes. Wasn't it seventy nine before? I'm so confused yes. with these yes. numbers. It started at January eleventh, nineteen seventy nine. Then it was June eleventh. So yeah, it's not the next not, month. Not but June, it, it's now December. July. 1st. Yeah, then it was July and then it's now Now it's December. Uh, Got it. Oh, 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 oh. Because oh. we're backwards. The dates are the other. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait a They're second. They're doing British style. Okay. Yeah. I so get maybe it. The, fir- the first one might actually be November 1st. November 1st. And then November 7th. No- All right. This makes more sense. December. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes it work. It's my goodness. <laughs> We're confused with the No, maps. it's not. It's not math. They're doing it's European dates. dates. It's okay. day, month, year. Yeah. That makes it do oh. with numbers. It's maths to me. <laughs> so, yeah, he hasn't been in the bed that quite that long. So it's it's not been six sense. months. Okay. Okay. I thought okay. six months was a six long days. time. Six days yeah. works much better. Okay. Yeah. And then the next one, it's been um, yeah, most month. of a month. It's been like 20 yeah. days. Yeah. Um, okay. Twenty four. Being confused since <laughs> since two thousand six. I, I don't know when were we established. Uh, I don't know. Two thousand seven. I think ten years ago. Yeah. Yes, seven. Yeah. yeah, we're supposed to and, be having a ball next week. I guess I should. Oh my that. Oh, I'll help. Uh, I probably won't be there because I'll be rehearsing. Well, we're Aww. having it all week, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna do that's a true. I might pop in. You never know. Okay. But, do so. But yeah, yeah. I guess next next week isn't our insane week. It's the week after that. Mm, okay. Oh, you're not doing dress rehearsals yet. Yeah, dress rehearsals would be. It's the first week of February that it's or okay. Yeah. Well, and yeah. end of I guess it's the first full week of February because our first show is the ninth. So okay. yeah, it'd be like the. Uh, 6th, 7th, 8th would be our dress rehearsals and stuff. Okay, so tech next week. Yeah, Yeah, we're just doing regular rehearsals for another week, and then we go into tech week and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brings me back. Mm -hmm. We're way off course. 
Anyhow, we're into December 1979, and we're on to Team 3, who we haven't heard from yet. Nope. So it's Emmeline Vance and Rufus Grimger. And Rufus is apparently being a git. Mm-hmm. He's brought a bottle of fire whiskey into the room, and he's just oh. actually drinking it himself. And you're going, oh, no, 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 I, I shouldn't give you any, Alastair. You know, mm-hmm. Your healer said you shouldn't have anything. And you, obviously, we have to do what the healer says. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't have taken you for a submissive, but, I mean, obviously, you're letting her do everything and following all her directions and stuff. And <laughs> Well, uh, I guess I'll just take this outside. And <laughs> Alastair is just getting angrier and angrier. I Which I think is the whole reason he's doing this is to get him well, angry yeah, enough to get him. Emily out of bed, doesn't but quite get it. No, but Rufus is just trying to piss him off. It, it took mm-hmm. me a second too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the bottle. I don't think so. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to drink. Your no, bed. no, you shouldn't be allowed to drink when you're bedridden. You have to get on your feet first. I'm, oh no, oh, I mean your foot. Your foot. <laughs> Yeah. With a smirk and a wink. And Emmeline is like, you just, you don't say these things. You are a horrible person. What are you doing? But, of course, she doesn't actually say it. And um, and Moody says, I'll show you feet, you stuck-up bastard. And he jumps out. I can jump out, jump faster than you can walk. And so he uh-huh. jumps out of Not bed. Quite. And he actually, he's pretty fast. Yeah, he makes it part of the way across the room, but he's not quite quick enough to catch Rufus. Mm -hmm. So he grabs the crutch, and rather than using that to be faster, he throws it at Rufus through the door. (laughs) Yep. Emily's Uh, just like, go back to bed. And and of course, Moody's all pissed off now and ready to argue, and she's Mm -hmm. like, no, bed, now. Now. Men are idiots. Yeah, I'm going to put you in a body bind and float you there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she says, you have to let me get you a prosthesis, then you can catch him properly. Just like, fine, just fix that for me, which is the most she's gotten out of him in a month. She's mm-hmm. apparently suggested a lot of times that he should try and get one, but he hasn't been wanting to try anything. Right. Yeah, well, you know, I've always wondered if the Wizarding World can make Moody's eye and all sorts of other things, couldn't they have made it, made, they, couldn't they have made him a better prosthetic leg? Instead of Peg Leg Joe and all that? Probably. I think but it's something that least, he likes. I suppose. My sort of my head canon for it has always been that that was what they could do in the seventies mm-hmm. and he's just kept it and they've made advancements but he hasn't bothered switching it out. Or maybe his leg has some enchantments too. In this universe, there's a very specific reason why it ends up being that, which we will see as we get to the end of the story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the wizarding world as a whole hasn't actually, like this, neither his eye nor his leg are normal wizard medicine. Right. But it's kind of special just to him. mm -hmm. And unfortunately, in all the chaos, well, Unfortunately, fortunately, hard to say. Uh, <laughs> Emmeline has actually given him the bottle of fire whiskey. Yeah. And then Amelia comes in and goes, what is going on here? You don't give this man a bottle of fire whiskey. And now they're trying to fight over it. <laughs> give me just, that. You deal with him, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we've got poor Kingsley who's sitting there and. Emily's, you know, telling him, you deal with him, I'm leaving. He's naked underneath there, and you don't want to see that. Mm -hmm. She did get to see when he tried to hop after Rufus. Mm -hmm. And uh, then both of them are kind of 
shocked by this revelation. So both Amelia shocked and... Shocked and slightly Moody. unnerved at the sight of Moody in a towel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charlie Amelia in a towel is okay. Moody in a towel, go. not so good. Yeah. No. I don't know. I prefer Bill in a towel. Do you? Because mm-hmm. Amelia lets go of the sheet just as Moody tries to yank it, and then they do get to see again mm-hmm. just how naked he is under there. And she's mm-hmm. never getting over this. You know, hospital gowns, they leave lots of things bare. So, mm-hmm. yep. And so then she goes to yell at Rufus and tell him how awful she is. As well, at least it got him out of bed. <laughs> and then they head down the corridor to celebrate, even though she knows it's. He's not good for her. Yes. She tells him he's awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have all of them uh, gathered together three days later on the 4th of December in the Hog's Head. And Marlene casts several cleaning spells on her glass. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like this. The glasses of the too. Hog's Head had been wiped. Not to be confused with being cleaned or washed, since the outside of the glass is sticky and there's certain murky, cloudy tinge to it. So, yeah, I put some cleaning charms on it, too. There are spells. (laughs) And Aberforth is like, oh, well, you're fancy now, aren't you? (laughs) So you have hags. Dung, and at least one Night Stalker as regular guests, and who knows what hiding under the shawls and hats. So you're really that surprised. Yeah. But they're talking about the Death Eaters that attacked them, and that they had blonde hair, white blonde hair. Dun, oh. dun, dun. Must be the Malfoys. Yep. Abraxas and his brat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Lucy. I couldn't imagine who, yeah, Little Lucy. <laughs> like is, that. It canon, <laughs> is it canon that Abraxas was a Death Eater? No, we just know he was obnoxious. Um, I okay. don't know for sure if we know whether he was a Death Eater or not, but we know he had the similar views as far as muggles and purebloods and uh, Naturally. Separ- mm. separation of worlds. And he was instrumental in canceling the musical theater program at Hogwarts, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, sh- they should all go to, to Wizarding America. They'd like it a lot better there. <laughs> mm. It's true. Well, you can't talk to Yeah, because they repealed it in 69, so they wouldn't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, they've apparently confirmed with Moody that he noticed that there were the blondes Death Eaters, and Marlene had as well, but she wasn't sure until then. And so she thinks, you know, we've got to... Well, Moody was actually the one who brought it up, because he wants a chance to go after them as soon as he gets on his feet. And they're like, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, hmm, that does sound like Moody. Yeah. And they're wondering what they can do about it because they have no actual evidence beyond noticing two people were blonde yeah. that they were involved. And Aberforth brings their drinks and slams them down and chastises them for being idiots and says, you know, you've got to find something that will let Alastair get back at them without landing himself in Azkaban. Mm-hmm. And just figure out whatever would hurt the most that isn't illegal. <laughs> yeah. I like this guy. Oh, yeah. Aberforth is a hoot. 
So he he leaves, and he's given him cherry schnapps, just mm -hmm. at least some of them. And he's um, shamelessly eavesdropping because he leaves mm -hmm. and goes back to the bar, and Emily's like, hmm, he had a good point. And he's like, of course, of course I did. Of course <laughs> I did. Do, do people ever listen but to no me? No one listens no. to me. <laughs> they listen to that brother of mine, but never to me. Yeah. So And so Amelia's trying to figure out, all right, it, short of arresting him, what's the worst thing we can do? to Abraxas Malfoy, and Rufus says, well, you know, he's really fond of that collection of artifacts of his. Mm -hmm. We could maybe get something on that, because some of them are bound to be dark, and uh, yeah, we wouldn't be able to get the warrants to search the place properly, not unless Rufus slept with that Umbridge woman, and that's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, God. Not an image no. I need, thank you. <laughs> but they apparently both Rufus and Kingsley have heard of this other artifact that Abraxas keeps out in the open that isn't necessarily dark. Mm -hmm. He's very proud of having the eye of Horus in his possession. And he, he insists that it's the real one right. that actually belonged to the Egyptian God Horus. They decide that he took alabaster, Al Alistair's alabaster. Wow. I didn't drink or anything tonight. I'm all out of drinks. He took Alistair's uh -huh. eye, and it's only fair that he replaces it, Rufus says. And then, mm -hmm. and then we have a inspection report, except for some reason it's spelled rapport, but oh well. Okay, that wasn't just me, right? Okay. Yeah, but this is Kingsley's first inspection report, apparently. Mm -hmm. Submitted <laughs> on the 19th of December. and mm -hmm. um, Mom's birthday. Yeah, and they've decided to... Make an inspection of Malfoy Manor due to decision 402, which uh, all known collections of ancient artifacts must be examined because there might be dark magic, which is unknown to their owners. You know, mm -hmm. can't have unsuspecting witches and wizards harmed by their own collections. No, that would be uh, bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, we've had no casualties did. and no arrests in this incident. So that's good. Yes. And of course, they didn't. Well, expect I don't know. Arrests would be good. <laughs> Yeah, but they weren't going to get away with that. So, said, oh, nothing. we didn't expect anything out of the ordinary on this inspection, of course. And uh, subjects Abraxas and Lucius Malfoy refused us access to several rooms. And they were thus informed that because we weren't being given full access, we wouldn't be able to do a proper job. But they still refused to unlock the rooms anyway. So, mm -hmm. oh, well. Uh, but there was a, one of the rooms that we were permitted to enter and ran some diagnostic spells and unfortunately there was definitely some dark magic over some of these very valuable items such as the eye of horus <clears throat> <laughs> it was uh clearly often... indicated that there were dark traits and might pose a threat to wizarding society <laughs> so we decided to uh take it <laughs> yeah. subject leveled numerous accusations against aurors on duty in contravention of ministry decree 6997 <laughs> <laughs> concerning the attempted threat theft of the artifact or is in duty have chosen not to press charges <laughs> yep despite aggression displayed towards aurors in pursuit of their duties mm -hmm. Shameful Such reaction shameful. may be considered normal for any member of the Malfoy family in view of the value of the confiscated object <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, And then on the way out, they uh, discovered a second suspected dark object in the form of a pillar table, which carries dangerous carvings. Ooh, yes. 
<laughs> and Mrs. Malfoy tried to say, no, no, it was just a wedding gift from the Rosiers. And they said, oh, well, well, obviously there must be um, something dangerous <laughs> something about that. dangerous about that. <laughs> and they ended up having to put both of them in full body binds to get out of there because they were so mad at him for taking it. <laughs> yes, Abraxas and Lucius. And uh, <laughs> the Malfoy family has confirmed that it will be pressing charges against the Auror office. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh-huh. But yeah. they did... They. Uh, Rufus apparently turned the objects over to an unspeakable who confirmed their dark capacities and they were officially impounded. Mm-hmm. So we don't know who the unspeakable is, but no. And then we move to Christmas Day of 1979. Mm-hmm. And Amelia suggests banging open the door and yelling Happy Christmas at the top of their lungs because he'll hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of <laughs> the dating, the, 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 the dating mechanism mm-hmm. that should include me because they're sure as hell ain't 25 months in a year <laughs> this is true. true would have figured it out when we got here even if we hadn't earlier but... at some point we would have figured it out mm-hmm. yeah. and kingsley says uh if you guys want to do that i'll just stand over here until he runs out of hexes because you know he's gonna hex you if you do that yes which confirms Amelia's assessment that he's a calm and adaptable man with more than a spoonful of common sense, which makes him a good addition to the R's. Yay, King Yay! <laughs> Scrimger calls him a wimp, wimp, which confirms Amelia's assessment that he is a prime heel with no instinct of self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, not a Slytherin. Okay, <laughs> yeah. get ready to throw up a bubble shield, Amelia says, on three, one, two, three! And Kick Rufus the kicks door. open the door. And then Alex. Alastor hexes them, and it bounces around the room before bouncing back and burning a hole through Alastor's pillow. <laughs> Whatever it is. And he wants to know what the heck they did that for. And Kingsley said, well, I didn't, because I'm not an inconsiderate idiot. Right. They were supposed to be shouting Happy Christmas when they came in. Guess they didn't do that. But, oh, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alistair actually chuckles. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. It's nice. They have brought him a large gift and a small gift, mm-hmm. and he immediately starts casting spells on them to see whether they're cursed in any way. <laughs> Dear Merlin, Alistair, <laughs> don't that. you think we've already done that? <laughs> yeah. Can't be too careful. You never know where it's been. Actually, we know exactly where it's been. They mm-hmm. came from Malfoy Matter. Oh, sure, those aren't going to be dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, really, open them. They're from all of us. So he goes for the big gift first. The shape is a bit of a giveaway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's carved leg. Mm-hmm. It's like it's carvings, vines, and flowers. Eh, well, you know, it was apparently made by some woodcarver from the 16th century. Abril Malfoy was not pleased about it being taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they explained to him that it was a pillar table from the Rosiers. Valuable and old, etc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to which Alistair smirks and says, Vines and flowers are good. Yeah. He could live with the vines and flowers, considering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And it is a little bit heavy for a prosthetic leg, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Donk. Magic. Donk. Magic. <laughs> now open the other one. Is this from the Malfoys, too? Yes. And, then... and apparently, the interesting bit about this is that it, we don't actually see how it became whatever. The actual, the confiscated Eye of Horus thing was a made of gold and an unidentified gem. And then at some 
point between those two dates, they've managed to turn it into mm-hmm. the eye thing that they end up giving Moody. Yeah. And when he puts it on, it sort of sinks into his head and then becomes just the eyeball in the socket. Yeah. And at first he thinks something's gone wrong because it squelches. <laughs> well, first he yells when it's starting to put it in, sort of absorb itself into mm-hmm. his eye socket, and then it starts spinning all over the place and going crazy. And they're like, "Whoa, okay, we've got to get this out." And he's like, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> <laughs> they stop. What do you mean? Are you all right? And, and he explains to them that. Well, he asks them if they have any idea what they've done. And it's like, uh, no, 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 no. Like, we have, no. <laughs> and he says, not only did you give me my eyesight back, but I could see through the back of my head and everywhere else. Everything, everything. And he starts to laugh. <laughs> oh, do you know how disturbing that would be to be able to see out the back of your own bloody head? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's like Superman, right? What color are my underwear? Oh, well, I can tell you. Yeah. Kind of wonder how no, he actually thought. manages to control that. Like, mm-hmm. I assume he doesn't necessarily want to be seeing everybody naked all the time. No. <laughs> uh, that that would be grounds for a lot of trouble, especially if you're running around to school. Well, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, do you really want to see everybody naked? I don't want to see everybody man- naked, so... I'm sure there's some way he could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Sort of Somebody dial it back. Joe this. And so on. <laughs> Joe. Well, but he could see he could see through Harry's robes. He could see his socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he obviously has enough control to see his socks and not his feet. Well, he could have been seeing both. I don't know. Yeah. So there there must be some sort of calibration thing you can do mentally so as to see through or not through as much as you choose. But I don't know. <laughs> it's never really explained. It's but not. Lord. But that's okay. We'll just leave that up to everyone's imagination. Mm-hmm. And there's a link at the end of the story where Pitan has put a picture that... Um, inspired the description of the lake having vines and flowers and so on. And it turns out that link itself isn't valid anymore, but I had discovered oh, it, put it into uh-huh. a, if you put the, the link, the URL into a Google image search, it will find another version of that picture mm-hmm. and their prosthetic legs for, let's see if I can get the page again. Oh, crikey. There goes my internet. Uh Oh, they're kind of cool. Uh, it's oh yes, it's the des, the designer was Alexander oh, McQueen, and the recipient was Amy Mullins, a double amputee Paralympian. And so they're Alexander McQueen does prosthetics, apparently, and they're high heeled wooden legs, basically with all these carvings on them. And I put a, a link to the the original picture in the uh, Skype chat, and we'll put that in the show notes as well. And I also have, from that, you can go to related pictures and see a bunch of other sort of angles and versions of them and see them with her wearing them and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're quite neat. Uh, obviously not exactly what Moody's would look like, since we know his has a claw foot, not high heels on it. But Right, <laughs> it does. Well, I'm fairly sure it's described with a claw. They describe it as like, yeah. That's my picture of it anyway. I could mm-hmm. be making it up. But. A club. I think it's more like a club foot. Uh, I don't know. 
I have to go find my book four. Thunk, it's thunk. The, it, Hold it's on, right I've got it on my computer. It's right when he first enters. Like, there's the, you know, thunderstorm, and he comes yeah. crashing through the door and so on, and oh, Harry God. notices his leg. Uh, but I can't remember Hold exactly. On. Give me two seconds. Yep. Uno, dos. <laughs> uh, no. This is where the magic of editing comes in. <laughs> but at the moment, okay, there was a deafening rumble of thunder and the doors of the Great Hall banged open. A man stood in the doorway, leaning upon a long staff, shrouded in a black traveling cloak. Every head in the Great Hall swiveled through, bleh, swiveled toward the stranger, suddenly brightly illuminated by a fork of lightning that flashed across the ceiling. He lowered his hood, blah, blah, blah. A dull clunk echoed through the hall on his every other step. He reached the end of the top table, turned right, and limped heavily toward Dumbledore. Another flash of lightning crossed the ceiling. Hermione gasped. Yada, yada, yada. Seems to me while he's sitting at the the table Uh, with the rest of the teachers, Harry sees something, and then he twitches the robe back over it. But... I don't know if that's Moody or if that's when he's noticing Snape being bitten by Fluffy the first time. Um, mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm conflating two things. Um, Maybe we don't actually get to hear about the link until next time. I don't care about the... Da, 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 da. Let's see. Oh, here we go. As he lifted his arm to drink, his cloak was pulled a few inches off the ground, and Harry saw before below the table several inches of carved wooden leg ending in a clawed foot. You were right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I always pictured, like, one of those um, bathtub legs. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Clawed foot tub, yeah. Interesting stuff. <sighs> but this, I mean, I, you can't really call this a fun little one-shot, but... No. It was it was kind of fun to read and yeah. just to see. It's a neat version of how it works. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun to imagine that he got these things by stealing them from the Malvoys. Yeah, and, that, <laughs> and they like rendered down somebody's table to make him a leg. <laughs> <laughs> and the eye, and and the description of the mm-hmm. eye going in is really good. You know. Oh yeah, I love stuff like this. Like you know, little background bits and pieces. I just absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be a good master fic thing. Mm. Yes, yes, this would. You be could fun. put like the layer the typewriter noises in behind the reports and things. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and you know the whole the whole thing about the description of the eye going in and then it just spinning around and going berserk and them going, "Oh, Marlin, we have to get it out!" and trying to get to him, and he pulls a wand on him. And, Don't you dare! They're like. Are you okay? <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Oh. This is the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm having a little bit of trouble with is picturing how young they would be. Because in my head, they still look like their counterparts when we first met them, even mm-hmm. though that's you know forty years on, or I right. guess only twenty. But twenty, yeah. Still. Well, not hardly 20. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a way of figuring that out that I hadn't considered before. Mm -hmm. My sort of general headcanon was that his eye had actually been cursed out, and that's why they couldn't just regrow it. Right. Well, in a sense, yes. I guess if you pluck your own eye out, I mean, it seems like you should be able to regrow it. Hey, 
Get off the computer, cat. He's being very needy. Indeed. So he laid down across the keys earlier and everything started flashing. I thought he was going to hang up on you guys. Oh, oh dear. Well, at least we recorded it this time if that would have happened. That's true. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the um, Hoggy Warty Christmas con- um, convention contest, whatever, um, collection of stories is also happening this year. It has oh. been. It's it's still ongoing. And that's actually the most recent post on Python's live journal page is that they're contributing more things to it. Uh-huh. it and the gift that they received was a story called The War of Snape's Nose, which um, seems <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> uh, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. And they have recommendations for some of the other ones. Um, so they are obviously still writing, although it looks like not all that often. Because um, there's this one that was just posted uh, nine days ago telling us about the, the latest Hoggy Warty Christmas thing and then there's one from last september and then one from last january about the hoggy wordy christmas of that year Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then so on but um, they are still writing so we might be able to get in touch and discover how to actually pronounce the name (laughs) there you go i will send them a message (laughs) but yeah i'm glad you found this suits it was fun it was it, it was an interesting read so I, you know, occasionally a little disturbing and or gruesome, gruesome, but yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. As uh, said at the um, summary or the warnings at the beginning, it's it's rated PG thirteen. Says uh, where was it here? Swearing Would, wouldn't let kids read it. Teenagers would find it pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Swearing, some stupid choices, some even more stupid cracks, rudeness, and suicide mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, Losing yeah. parts of yourself is not something that is easily handled. No. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm glad that he didn't lay in bed for six months before they got him help. <laughs> six days is a little more reasonable. It is a little more reasonable. I'm like, no wonder his eyes are sunken in and he looks like death. Poor thing, he's been laying there for six months. It's terrible. <laughs> So. <laughs> We're not going to live this one down, are we? No, we never do. Oh, be very sad to write to the author yeah. and say, we've destroyed your sorry. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> we apologize to authors everywhere. <laughs> You're welcome, and we're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) But hopefully you've enjoyed our coverage of how Moody got his eye. And next week, I believe we're going into a longer fic. No, actually, I think we have one more short. Is there another one shot? It's my my favorite. It's so good. It's so freaking good. It's uh, 10 chapters, but they're short. It's The Serpent and the Mirror. And ah, this is okay. this is Mooney's pick. Oh, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to tell. do this one for years. And her thing—I'll probably say this again next time—is the only Twilight thing I have ever read that sort of does the same treatment of Twilight that it does with what it's doing with Harry Potter, and it's just ah. oh, so good. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, we will have to look forward to that. Thank you for listening. So, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. We may or may not have. Some comments from the author to tack on to this, but we'll see. We never know when we're actually recording these. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Come back next time for Mooney's favorite 
short fic and see if it's really as awesome as she thinks it is. <laughs> there you go. And join us on the Potterfic forum for, you know, 10th anniversary thingamabobs, although probably when yeah. this comes out, <laughs> that will be too. over. Be yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll probably get this out and it'll be like our 11th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not going to be it's that not long. not that bad. It's only a few months <laughs> lag. But yeah, we can cut that part if you like, depending mm-hmm. on when this works. Yeah, you can find us on potterficforum.com. You can find the archive of shows on potterficweekly.com or also get them on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. Presumably you have found it somewhere if you're listening to this. If you want to interact with us, we are on the forum or we are also on Facebook. There is a Facebook group called Poufwa, which is P-O-U-F-W-A. I have to say that because not everybody is going to know how to spell Poufwa. (laughs) And we post when we're recording, when new uh, episodes come out, and random fun things that are vaguely Harry Potter related mm-hmm. on that. And group. some of it, not at all. <laughs> well, you know, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> topic? What topic? We're not on topic. Things that we think people might be interested in. Exactly. So, yeah. And let's see, as Scott said last time, but not the last time that you've heard this, but the last time we recorded, <laughs> that if you'd like to go to iTunes and give us a rating, please feel free. We we don't usually say that because we don't usually care that much, but everybody, all the other podcasts that we listen to always say that, so we'll throw it in every once in a while and Apparently it's a somebody, thing. somebody cares. <laughs> so. Hope you had fun and see you next time. Good afternoon, good evening, or good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.